when the replay official did not stop I, the game. I'm not going to comment on that. I'll get fined for the rest of my life if I get commented on that. We had a great belief in our locker room. We didn't have to do anything special, just be us. I was so proud of this team. We had so much fun, it ought to be illegal. Coach Carousel talk, is that something you just ignore? Yeah, yeah, you, you ignore because one week you're getting fired and the next week you're going to take another job, and I'm worried about the darn SEC West Championship. And So, yes, to answer your question. Our purpose is to win, make no mistake about it, but it's to win the right way. And our goal, our stated goal, is going to be to win the Sun Belt, uh, sorry, to win the SEC East. That's iron sharpening iron. That's the way this thing's got to work, man. We got to know and understand that it's got to be about competition. Talk about the reception you received from the fan, fan base. Did you ever think you'd be kissing and hugging babies at the tarmac when you got off the plane? Um, a lot better than another tarmac experience that I had. <laughs> I didn't think of it. It was like, <laughs> like an anniversary or something like that. We're coming. We're coming, and we ain't backing down. It's time for Carolina football. Let's get the fuck out of your seats. Spurs up. Welcome in the latest episode of That SEC Podcast presented by my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Breton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, I don't know what it is, but uh, there was not much sports news here on Wednesday. So <laughs> I don't know. What do you think it could be here? Oh, I don't know. Is there anything else going on in the country, Mike? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> geez Louise, I'll tell you what, this, uh, you know, we're, we're, we, we love and pride ourselves to sticking to college football, but Mike, man. It's been a wild couple of days here. I still don't know who the president of the United States is. <laughs> Hopefully uh, someone figures it out at some point. But right. uh, I, I was thinking the uh, SEC officiating crews running this thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Lane. <laughs> but, yeah, so the only really thing we had here on Wednesday was uh, the coaches' teleconference, and that was kind of a dud this week, not a ton of news, so – I had to get creative with this one, Shane, to have something to talk about. And I think I've come up with a pretty good idea here. You know, let's just have like a fireside chat here. You ready to talk some SEC football? Let's do it. Oh my God, we're burning alive. Hot, real hot. Hotter things by shorts. I can cook things in it. Little clutch, clutch cooking. Oh, can you tell me what it feels like? Ooh, what is hot? I told you again. When you're going on the sun, it's damn hot. All right, Chan. So here's my idea, and I don't want to get this confused. I know we just used the uh, hot seat intro there. Not saying that the, you know, I'm not ranking these guys in terms of hot seat because I think it'd be really easy to just put Muschamp one, Derek Mason number two. Uh, but heading into these, we've only got four games in the SEC this week. So I wanted to rate the coaches number one down to number eight on which one needs to win the most this weekend. And, you know, that's a number of factors, most uh, the matchup and where their team is and what's been going on. So does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I got you, brother. I'm right with you. Okay, so number one, I'm going to go right off the bat here, Shane. 
in now this is just my list so don't come at Shane if you don't agree with it but uh, number one on my list the guy that needs the win the most this weekend this is probably gonna surprise you Shane I got Dan Mullen number one on my list going up against Georgia Bulldogs in Jacksonville of course and certainly like I said I'm not trying to play this out where if he loses his game he's gonna be on the hot seat mm-hmm. there's no chance of that I mean Dan Mullen after he fought for Kyle Trask and riled up his uh, the, the opposing team and everything. I mean, Florida Gators have got his back, and I certainly understand that. But the point I'm trying to say with him needing this the most is if he doesn't beat this Georgia Bulldog team, if he can't beat Kirby Smart this weekend, I just don't know if it's going to happen, Shane. We kind of hit on this on the last episode, everything going against Georgia, everything seemingly going right for Florida. It just seems like it's set up. And certainly this is not going to be an easy game, I don't think. I think it's going to be neck and neck down to the wire. But Mm -hmm. I think the coach that stands to gain the most, Dan Mullen, he can finally put himself in position. Keep in mind, he's never won a division title for as good a coach as he is. He's going to put the Gators in the driver's seat if he gets a win, if he loses – I mean, those critics are still going to be there. And I think he'll have the ability to sell that, uh, hey, Kirby's been there longer. And now, you know, we've at least passed him for this season. So thoughts on that? Dan Mullen, number one. Mm, Mike, I, I I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's, I'm looking at my okay. So let's just go through the coaches. Let's go through the games real quick. You want to do the, that, you want to do the whole list and then you can yeah, critique it. Yeah, because I want I want everybody to know what's what we're dealing with here. Because you know I had to pull it up just to okay. just to double verify here. Okay, number two on my list, Shane. Will Muschamp. <laughs> he needs <laughs> it bad, mate. If he loses Texas A&M, they're a top ten team. Right. That's not gonna do it in for him. But at this point. The way the fan base has kind of, not all of them, but a lot of them have turned on him. It's going to be really hard to fire Will Muschamp if he's got two top 10 wins this season. So this is the one, I think, for Will Muschamp. He can secure his job because I still don't think it's secure to where, you know, there's no chance he's getting fired. I still, you know, pandemic and everything, and, and I know the last game was terrible, but I don't think he's done anything quite to, to get himself fired yet, but... Certainly, if they lose out, and I'm not saying they will just based on this one game upcoming or anything. Hell, I haven't even made my pick for them. Maybe they do beat Texas A&M, but this could certainly be you know, the beginning of the end if they lose, especially if they lose at home in embarrassing fashion. So I've got Will Muschamp number two on my list. Yeah, and I could see Muschamp obviously toward the top. In fact, I, have him at the top. I would have him at the top spot just because – it's a season that can quickly unravel. You know, he has an opportunity to win back this fan base and you do that by beating a top 10 team. And that's a, that's a tall, it's a tall drink, but I still think that they've got enough weapons to make this game. Uh, there's South, you talk South Carolina fans, they think they should be competing in every game. So, uh, it's not just if he wins, it's, it's, if he loses, how did he lose? If it, if it's a blowout, man, you talk about the seat getting pretty warm down there. That's that's why I think he's just art because he is so close to uh, to losing his job. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Dan's gonna. 
if Dan drops his job or drops a game against Georgia, that's going to be upsetting, obviously, to a lot of Florida Gator fans. But it's it's not going to cost him his job. Mm-mm. No, it won't. But like I said, I, I think he, it really sets the program back. So yeah, that's just that's such a huge game in Florida. They need to get over that hump. All right, number three on my list, Shane, Mike Leach, Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. They're hosting Vanderbilt. Again, this is not a rankings of, you know, who's going to get fired for losing a game or anything like that, but just everything going on at Mississippi State (laughs) right now. They need it. They got players dropping off the team. They're looking terrible. Of course, they just played two really good teams. So you you wisely pointed that out in the last show. But, yeah, they need it. They're playing Vanderbilt, the only team in the SEC right now that does not have a win. They just lost by, damn, 40 points. I think Ole Miss just scored another touchdown on them. If Mississippi State cannot beat Vanderbilt at home as a – right now they're a 19-point favorite. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm hitting the panic button here. I mean, we've, we've got to get this one if I'm Mike Leach, don't you think? Yeah. Like you said, I think the biggest factor is it is a 19-point favorite. It, it is against Vanderbilt. It is at home. There's there's just they, – they need a game to get right and get, get this, this team back on the right path. And – Dropping a Vanderbilt, that's a lot of pressure. It really is. And and that's saying a lot because on the opposite side of the ball or on the opposite side of the field there, you got Coach Mason. This is, I think, his best opportunity to have an SEC win. So uh, I, I think a lot of the, I think both these guys are kind of in the same boat, just a need win situation. But I, I'm going to give the edge to the Pirate myself just just because they, they just need it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, since week one, it's it's been a downward spiral. And uh, it's almost like they've hit rock bottom. So they need to come up. Losing to Vanderbilt, that, I mean, that people lose jobs for that. So, um, yeah, this is there's a lot of pressure riding on this game for sure. All right, number four on my list, Shane. Hate to do this to you. Jeremy Pruitt <laughs> going all on the road to Arkansas. I know Arkansas has been red hot this year. Mm-hmm. The most improved team in the SEC. But I think this is a game. We talked about the importance for Tennessee. This is just one that Jeremy Pruitt in Tennessee cannot lose if they mm-hmm. have any chance of having a winning season and finishing strong. I know it's you know it's life in the SEC. We, we lose a couple. It's doom and gloom. We can very quickly, though, get back climbing this mountain. You got to have it if you're Tennessee. I mean, you got Texas A&M, you got Auburn, you got Florida in the back end of the stretch. As good as Arkansas has played, it's going to be hard for me to believe that if Tennessee cannot beat Arkansas after two weeks to prepare, they're going to have any chance of winning any of those other games. So I think this is, you know, borderline loss season for Tennessee. We're talking three and seven potentially if you drop this game. Again, this is not a ranking of the hot seats, but I think this is just a ranking of, you know, who knows, all of a sudden you win this one. Maybe you upset a team or two in the back end. All of a sudden we got a hot finish to the season and uh, kind of all's well. And, and who knows, depending on who you upset, if you upset the right team like a Florida in December when you're playing them, all of a sudden, everyone's back on the bandwagon. So I think uh, I'm putting Jeremy Pruitt number four. Thoughts on that? <sighs> That's, yeah. I mean, I would, I, maybe even higher. <laughs> you know, you think about last year, 
or the start of the season, they talk about how how long Tennessee's winning streak is. Well, you know, we've got to be pretty damn close to the longest losing streak right now at three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people picking up that. And you've had two weeks to to go over the Arkansas Razorbacks, and yeah, they've been hot. Don't get me wrong, Arkansas has been playing great and fantastic, but there's not a lot of people outside Knoxville talking about Arkansas mm-hmm. uh, or inside of Knoxville because that's. You know, it's the West. It's a team we don't play that often, and they don't see uh, when they see Arkansas, dude. I'm telling you right now, they see a zero win SEC team from last year. That's when you talk to this fan base. So if you, this is a game that they, they're they're expecting to win, and that's going to be tough. I'm telling you right now because you and I and all these listeners, they they know exactly what's what's down there in Arkansas and what the Razorbacks are going to be bringing. And, and the buddy, they're going to be bringing it. And if they're not prepared, then Tissy drops this thing, man. Then, then, I mean, this is, this is one of those pivotal games. I, I always kind of joked it off coach, you know, with the hot seat and stuff like that. But right. this is one of those games that really does put you on the map. Like, wait a minute, what we're year three. Maybe he isn't the guy. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of pressure on this one. Uh, he, he had some groundbreaking news break this, uh, today. Garantano is going to be out there at quarterback. I don't know if you're going to talk about that later, but you know, so the fans are already upset about that situation. We had two weeks, so I, I guess he killed it in practice again. <laughs> um, you know, but how short's the leash, you know, how, how, how we can't, we can't play the games like we have been and, uh, and, and expect Pruitt to, to not be, I mean, just. He's got to win. It's, it is a must-win. I'm, I'm, the more I talk about it, the higher I'm moving him up his list, Mike. Mm-hmm. And, you know, final thing I got on that game, we'll obviously break it down a little bit more when we make our predictions, but I think across the board, Tennessee's got the better roster. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean Arkansas can't win. They've got the coaches. You know, they've, they've had some outstanding coaching this year, but if Arkansas wins the game, I think it's going to come down to coaching. And that's going to be Jeremy Pruitt's going to have to answer for that one. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, number five on my list, Shane. Kirby Smart. <laughs> and it's a little bit of what I was saying with Dan Mullen. I mean, yes, Georgia's got a stranglehold on this SEC East. That's for sure. But, you know, we're having the same issues we're having on an annual basis here with the quarterback play. Stetson Bennett, if he can't get it done, if this defense – Maybe Dan Mullins figured out the code to breaking Kirby's defense here. Not saying he has, but if he does. So, I, you know, there's not going to be a ton of pressure, I don't think, on Kirby. But, you know, I I talked about it on the other one. What happens if Justin Fields goes, wins a Heisman and does all, does all this? I mean, we'll have to see how the season plays out for Georgia. But how many of these guys are, you know, I certainly don't think this is going to necessarily happen. But it could where we talk about all these opt-outs. Who's going to opt out on Georgia if they lose this game? What what will they have to play for? I mean, yeah, number two in the East, that's not the expectation. The expectation in Georgia is win a national championship. And I'll be very interested to see what happens in Athens the rest of the year if they drop this game to Florida. Dude, I, the, the more I think about this game, I think there's more pressure on Kirby Smart than Dan Mullen. I, sh- I still think that was a little too high on him. And I'm, I'm trying to talk you down <laughs> just because – yeah, it'd be one thing if if yeah they were undefeated. I don't know. I just maybe maybe if Kirby loses to the Florida Gators mm-hmm. and given that performance that they they did with Kentucky and 
it, it just felt like they didn't grow. They didn't try anything. And, and, and if they're not able to keep up with the Florida Gators, then that's coaching. And I, I think there's already some upset fans down there in Athens, but yeah, they're expecting to win. I mean, if we're, if we're going into six games and now you're, you're knocked out of the sec championship. I mean, that's not something they were expecting. That's not, that's, that's not what we signed up for. This is a national championship contender. And, and here we are six games in and you're not even going to get to go play in, in Atlanta. So ooh, I, I think there's a lot more pressure on Kirby smart. And, um, uh, this is, uh, this is a must win for him. If you ask me, because mm. we're talking about that, that Mark Rick stigma, and you, you drop this, then they're everybody's saying, okay, we have no problem getting the talent. We just need a coach that can, because it, it's what it feels like. It feels like it doesn't matter who's down there. If Kirby, if Kirby doesn't win games like this, then it's almost like we could just plug and play any coach in, and, and down there in Athens. We're going to have uh, athletes coming to our, our, our school. We just need somebody to coach us and, and get us to the next level, a level that uh, we thought Kirby could do, but if he drops this game, you're, you're, you're definitely going to question it because there's plenty of talent on that roster to beat Florida Gators. All right, number six on my list, Shane. Derek Mason, Vanderbilt head coach, and maybe he should be a little bit higher, but I just don't know if there's even much of a pulse down there at Vanderbilt to even want to push him out. I know this this might be Vanderbilt's best shot at a win here. We'll have to see about that down the stretch. But, you know, I think he loses the game. He's expected to lose the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of a sad state of affairs. But that th- that's where I got Coach Mason. Yeah, and honestly, if you're going to talk about hot seat, ain't nobody got a hotter seat than Coach Mason. In fact, I think he's closer to the door than any of these guys. But the pressure is – like I said earlier, this is this is one Mason should have circled. Uh, honestly, he had Ole Miss circled. That didn't work. So let's just go <laughs> a little further south and try to get these cats because they 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 got to get a win. If if they don't get a win this week, then where else are they going to get it? I I just don't see it there on their schedule right now. You've got a Mississippi State team that's down and out. They got kids opting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think this is a, a perfect opportunity for the Commodores to get their first SEC win. So, yeah, a lot of pressure here. It's crazy. We got four games, and I'm agreeing with every coach that you're saying <laughs> that there's there's a lot of pressure on. So, so who doesn't have pressure, Mike? Well, it's these last two, and I, you know, I could have really put them in any order, but I put Sam Pittman number seven, certainly. Don't think this is necessarily, you know, going to be an indictment on him or his staff. Either way, however this game plays out. But the only reason I put Jimbo number eight dead last is just hell. The guy, the guy's got it in his team in the top ten. They're looking mm-hmm. like they're on their way to, you know, serious bowl contention, if not college football playoff contention. So you got to be thinking the fan base is uh, pretty damn happy with with where they're at with Jimbo. And certainly Arkansas is with Sam Pittman too. But, hell, the guys coached, what, five games here? And, and the other guys coached a couple years. That that was basically the only difference for me. Yeah, and I, I, I would flip-flop those. I would think there's a little bit more pressure on Jim. If I, and we're talking minute. But if you lose this game against South Carolina, 
then you're back in conversation. Of why are we paying this guy so much? I, this is they control. I, we say this about every show, Mike. They do actually control their destiny if they just <laughs> went out. I really do think that they could work their way into a college football playoff. They've they've got a good enough resume, I think, but they got to win, and uh, they can't have any close games. They got to keep doing what they're doing, and that's just you know, you know, the pedal down. So Arkansas, I think I, I think Coach Pittman's got the least amount of pressure here. He's I mean, you're talking about an Arkansas Razorback team that's got two wins already, two SEC wins, mm-hmm. uh, should be th- three, could be four. Um, I, I think the fans are excited about the future down there. They understand the 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 depth issues that they're dealing with and, and you know, some of the injuries and COVID situation that they had to go through. So I don't, I don't, I don't think there's near as much pressure on coach Pittman. Uh, I think they're, like I said, they're, they're happy with what they got now. Obviously everybody wants to win, but if Sam doesn't get this one, I, I don't think we're going to be talking too much about it next week. Mm-hmm. Hey, Shay. Well, before we move on, let's uh, remind the listeners we're brought to you by MyBookie, the online sports book. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. All new customers receive a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. That means if you're a new customer to MyBookie.ag and you put in the promo code THATSEC, that's T-H-A-T-S-E-C, they will match your initial deposit up to $1,000 so you could potentially start with $2,000 to gamble on, Shane, immediately. And we mm. got this college football firing up. We're going to get into some some picks here. But, man, I'm just fired up that college football is finally here. And the only thing that makes football better, in my opinion, is drinking some beer and betting all these games. So <laughs> head on over to mybookie.ag. Once again, that promo code is that SEC over at mybookie.ag. Thousands of cross-sports, wagers, props, parlays, all that Winning season begins today only at my bookie with that promo code that SEC. All right, Shane. So like I, that's all I've got, man. That was it. Thought that uh, you know we had a good little talk here about these games. Got to talk about every single one mm-hmm. coming up this weekend. You got anything? Uh, I think you got something for us, don't you, buddy? Yeah. Well, let me ask you. Let's just do. It. Can you do a quick rundown one more time? Now that we've gone through, I just want to hear those again. Absolutely. Which coach needs to win the most this weekend, according to me? Number one, Dan Mullen. Number two, Will Muschamp. Number three, Mike Leach. Number four, Jeremy Pruitt. Number five, Kirby Smart. Number six, Derek Mason. Number seven, Sam Pittman. And number eight, Jimbo Fisher. All right, Mike. Let me ask you one one question out of those. And I'm gonna, it's, it's a little bit of a reverse, but out of all those coaches – uh-huh. Which one would be the most significant win? Like if a coach walks away with a victory, it, it was, I don't know, like it, it's a game changer maybe with future contracts or anything like that. It, who, which one would be the biggest one if they were able to pull off a victory this week? I think that's a, that's a little bit of why I got Dan Mullen number one. I'll put him number one because they've got to get over that Georgia hump and this this looks like a beatable Georgia team to me. I don't know what you think, but especially if they get their their doors blown off here by the by the Bulldogs. Oh man, it's it's almost like a I don't want to say a lose 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 scenario here for Dan Mullen, but I think the pressure's on him. He's got to get this one. I think. Yeah, I was thinking more must champ. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever seen those? You ever see? I'm up here in 
I'm up here in the mountains. We got all these log shows and stuff. You ever see those guys or two of them, they jump on a log on the water and they start running and, <laughs> you know, they try to slow down and try not to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like most champ is just teetering on that log. And, and, and if he makes a mistake, he's hitting the water and everybody's wanting to get rid of his ass, but there's, there's a good chance he could win, man. And if he does pull off a top 10 victory, which he's fully capable of doing, if he does that, I don't know. I, I think old Muschamp, South Carolina fans may want to turn us off, but I think he sticks around for another year. I, I think he's he's earned that if he can uh, just just the body of work that I've seen and and not to mention the talent he's got on that roster. You know, they've pieced a few things together, but the, you talk about a good tune-up season. South Carolina could be pretty scary next year with uh, you know some of the weapons they got coming back. Mm-hmm. Not, not to mention the best running back. We didn't get to see him yet. Right. Well, I don't. I don't want to say best running back because I mean, <laughs> but I'm just. I was so excited to see Lloyd out there, and it just. Well, I, we I just, know. We know how you, know. you feel about him. You hyped him I up know. all damn off season here. I know. All right. Sorry. All right. Yes, <laughs> I got some stuff, Mike. You want to talk a little NFL? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Cousin Shane victory. It all deep ball. Metcalf got it. Touchdown, Seattle. Second down and three. Big hole. Edwards Alaire will take it to the end zone. Clock is at one. They do. Off they go. Catches make it. The first and a lot more. Julio Jones out in front. He's going to go all the way. Touchdown. Rose intercepted. It's picked off by Mika Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick is going to go. All right, Mike. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good weekend in the NFL. Uh, it was. I thought it was a little bit more quiet for the SEC players, mm-hmm. but uh, we still got a few studs, and I'd like to run those down, Mike. And, of course, I always like to throw in an honorable mention. Uh, this one goes to uh, Mr. Matthew Stafford. Uh, he, he really did have a hell of a game. Just unfortunately, it wasn't enough to win. Uh, but he was able to put up 336 yards passing and three touchdowns. Um, I love Stafford. It's just amazing. He's just one of those guys that just that keeps going, keeps going. It just he's a, I don't want to say – you talk about all these these great quarterbacks that are playing in the NFL, and, and Matthew's like always at the door, and he's always proved that he's he's got a hell of an arm and mm-hmm. just needs an opportunity. And unfortunately, just wasn't able to get that victory. But let's get let's get out honorable mentions, Mike. Let's get to some players. Uh, first one, number three. Um, this one may surprise you because I, I don't mention them often, but we got to talk a little bit about Ryan Suckup. I don't know if you, you name that university. South Carolina. Yes, sir. 
The man was electric on Monday night against the Giants. Uh, kind of a kind of a tight ball game. Uh, surprised me. I thought Tampa would just run away with this thing, but uh, if it if if it weren't for the leg of Ryan Suckup, they wouldn't have won. The man made field goals from 37, 40, 43, and 38 on Monday night to help the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secure that victory. So, number three spot, I got a kicker, and his name's Ryan Suckup. Oh man, I think it's the first time we've had a kicker on this list. Well, I put Hot Rod on a few 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 weeks back, okay, but uh, okay. yeah. But uh, do you remember the kick down in what who was this? Uh, Florida. It was Spurrier, right? When Spurrier went down there, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember. There was it seems like there was a really good game with him. But all right, never mind. Was that that was when the uh, Florida blocked Spurrier's? He was Spurrier was coaching South Carolina, and they blocked the kick to win it. Yeah, let's don't want we just pumped him up. I don't want to tear him back down, Mike. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Number two, I've got oh man, near and dear to my heart, Alvin Kamara. Uh, another fantastic weekend. Got the victory, and honestly, they've got no weapons. Everybody's hurt. Michael Thomas is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the team's banged up. Yet, Alvin Kamara still shines. Had twelve rushing attempts for 67 yards. But the thing you love about Alvin Kamara is his receptions, and he had plenty of those Sunday with nine receptions, 96 yards. So uh, no scores, no touchdowns, but, again, he had hundred, almost 140 yards total yard. Only one NFL player has 1,000-plus all-purpose yards so far this season, and it is one Tennessee volunteer, Alvin Kamara. I just thought that was awesome. Uh, of course, I tweeted out, only one college coach would rather have him on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a clown Jones was. All right, last but not least, number one spot. Man, this one hurt. This one really hurt. I'm a huge component of fantasy football. And I thought, you know, what's the odds DK Metcalf goes off? But he did. <laughs> Name that university. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, absolutely. Had a... We we talked about the rundown last week. Still, I mean, you want to talk about political memes? I, I think I've seen DK Metcalf on about fifteen of them today, uh, chasing <laughs> down Trump. But this one here had twelve receptions, hundred sixty-one yards, two touchdowns. I'm looking at the stats, and I sent it to a group text that I'm in because everybody's talking about fantasy football. I was like. He is literally the only one catching pass for the Seahawks, and it was just unbelievable. Uh, It it didn't matter if they had two, three people on him. He just found a way to get the ball, found a way to get in the end zone. DK Metcalf, hell of an athlete, hell of a week, and that is my NFL Big Three. Man, you really breezed through that one. Jeez. Listen to after the credits, guys, because I <laughs> this three minute segment lasted about fifteen minutes. You didn't know that, but <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike's here. Mike, I'm gonna tell you again, guys. My, what Mike does is so impressive. Um, I, I I just show up. Literally, that's all I do. Mike, Mike puts all these notes together, and I say this a hundred times, but I just I really appreciate all the work you do. And Mike's got a full time gig. He, he's on there. He's he's sending out fantastic articles. Uh, for Saturday down south and I just I don't know he after all of that he clocks out he gathers all this information he condenses it down to a video or an audio clip for me so when I'm coming home from work 
I don't have to do anything. Just listen. And I listen. As soon as I get home, I jump on. We pot it up. Then when I get done, I go to bed. Mike doesn't go to bed. Mike stays up and he cleans my ass up on this podcast so I don't sound like an idiot. And uh, and I know that's a strenuous process. And uh, he lines everything up. He's the one doing the koozies. He, he's everything. He's the man behind the curtain. I really do appreciate everything you do for us, Mike. Uh, if it weren't for you, we there's no way in hell we'd have a podcast. I'll tell you that right now. Well, and Shane's other duty is uh, he's my public relations officer now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I appreciate it. I, I do put in the work. But, hey, I'm trying to make the best damn sec podcast out here and i think we're doing a good job of doing it yeah it's the, it's the team show it's the family show it's we're really our cousins we consider all y'all cousins too so everybody that's hopping on here we're trying to make this a family affair and and grow this thing and if you wouldn't mind uh, we always talk about the five-star reviews another thing you could do is uh just tell people about the show if you think they'd like yeah. it give it to them and uh that's what we're trying to do we're trying to grow this thing up and we're trying to grow it together Absolutely. And at Twitter, every single day, uh, about, I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock Eastern time, we'll, we'll post a thing on that SEC podcast on the Twitter page. If you follow us on Twitter, give it a retweet. Who knows? Somebody in your feed may be looking for an SEC podcast, and, and you gave the retweet just in time. So mm-hmm. spreading the word helps us out. Um, I appreciate everybody hanging out. I, I, I The reviews, we are going to get those tomorrow. So um, also, if you jump onto that SEC podcast, I'm going to put the poll up tomorrow as well for the scores because we got some predictions mm-hmm. yeah looking forward to that Shane we got some great games here some real toss ups here I'm, I'm very interested to see who you pick but uh, hey that that's going to do it man this going to be a short one a short and sweet I think we got a good one here but uh, and then on Friday we'll have another great episode breaking down these picks You, everyone will they're sitting and dying and waiting to see what I pick so they can fade those picks. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's going to do it on this one. Thanks for joining me as always. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, if you're making them money, I mean, no wonder they love the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. SEC fans, if you've been enjoying the music of this podcast, then head on over to www.crimsoncalamitymusic.com to follow us on social media and to hear our new song, Ghost, out now on all streaming services and wherever digital music is sold. Thanks so much for listening, and now back to you, Mike and Shane. But that's that's not his bread and butter. His bread and butter's catching balls. He had nine receptions. That that didn't sound good either. Let's <laughs> Dude. Are you hammered or something? I, man, this one's hitting me hard. I just got I only had two beers. One second. Uh, maybe I just need a little more fuel. Um my mind was telling me, hey, you should probably drink a little more. Mm-hmm. One second. Let me get
up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try that again. There was a stat that came out. Pause this for a second, Mike. I want to read this. I thought this was really cool. I'm all over the place. You've got a lot of freaking editing to do. I apologize. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's like we're doing the shortest pod, but you're going to be up all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, man. Okay. No, I just thought this was a fantastic stat. 